Yeah. Jan is my name. What's up? What's percolating? <sighs> Life, adulting, my yeah. knees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got 35-year-old knees all of a sudden? Listen, I caught a cramp during the session. I was like, I have to sacrifice. Do I want my leg or do I want this nut? Uh, you gotta get that nut. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that nut. It's easier for women during the session if y'all catch a cramp, depending on the position. See, if we get that that Charlie horse, oh mm-hmm. man, nothing worse than Charlie horse stroke. Charlie horses are disgusting, but this cramp was like completely out of pocket. But I just feel like. You know, like sometimes you don't know what type of work you're about to put in. Yeah. And right yeah. before, <laughs> right before everything, I already ran five miles. Oh, yeah, you was, you was wild. So I'm just like, I didn't know I was going to be the worker for the session. I thought it was going to be an even exchange. So, yeah, <laughs> it was wild. I would so, never. Let's not go five miles of running and then sex afterwards. It's one it was, of the other. I thought I was, <laughs> I, I thought I was pre-gaming. No, I was no. pre-gaming. That's a full know, was on me. What's up, Juice? How you liking um this new update? I don't, I don't even know what is this. Like the page is white and I can see. Everybody. So basically, um, if you had uh. If you had what is that goddamn app called? The app is called what's the app called where everybody be on it in different rooms? Um not not um it starts with a C. Uh whatever the fuck that app is where people be on there in different rooms and they have like their regular picture icons. So basically stereo uh-huh. app adapted that setup where we would have a room, we have a show, we can record it, and you can also see the people come in the chat instead of having to go to a button to see the names. So I I like it like this because I don't have to go in a link above to figure out that Summer Smith is in the room. Hello. I can see that she's in the room while we're talking. So it just makes, makes it a lot easier to Acknowledge the people in the room instead of waiting to see a list. That yeah, sense? yeah, it's way better for shout outs, which is what people yeah. do very heavily on this app. So, yeah, I can definitely understand that. And you can still bring up more than, um, I think more than five people or five people at the top if you uh-huh. need to. My question is, are they trying to bring up more than five people at the top eventually? I don't know. I don't. I think that this app is struggling with six at this point. You know? <laughs> so I don't think they need to really do more than than the six they've had. You know, people, the people that don't know how to control their their chats and their their people is not even worth it. It's just a bunch of people talking and mumbling over each other. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I would I would keep it where it's at because five is good when it's structured, or six is good when it's structured. You know, facts. 
when you can control the people that's in the room. Um, All right. So, Summer Smith, since you're in here, and um, this will be recorded for the podcast. Welcome to the Real Relationship Rapport. My name is Shan. That is Dungeon. Okay. This is basically a podcast show that we do um, twice a month where we just discuss things that involve relationships. And the topic tonight is basically red flags that you ain't it. Basically, to, to simplify that, what are the signs that you are not the person that this person is looking for? That's what we're going to discuss. Um, things people overlook. Things people don't want to see because they choose to not see it. Things yep. people they think, uh, things that people think they could change. change. Um, uh, some, I think a lot of people get into relationships to either change somebody's opinion, um, tire them out from wanting something more um, <laughs> because they don't want to get better. They just want to be just. They're looking for somebody who equally wants to be just. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, I have a lot of signs over here in red flags. I'm mm-hmm. sure you have a lot of red flags. So where do you want to start? I want. Well, let's let's start with the um. Do we, who do we start with last time? We start with the women and the men last time because I want to. I can't I remember. Feel, I feel like. Well, I feel like we're always starting with the women. So let's start with the guys tonight. Okay. And uh, let's 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 get in their ass very easily. Because, <laughs> because the the red flags that guys ignore are definitely intentionally ignored. Um, mm. A lot of women try and sell you on the fact that you know, oh, I didn't know, or I, I thought I could change it. Guys know they ain't changing shit. You know what I mean? We already know that from the jump because we preached mm. that. So we're not going to sit here and pretend like, oh. Yeah, I'm going to be able to change her for the better, this, that, and the third. We know that what we're about to get into is some fuck shit, something that we wanted to do, and it's wrong, and we're just going to, we're willing to deal with it, you know? But, but I mean, if we're starting from from the, the dating aspect, things that a guy will do to show you, you ain't it. <sighs> The the easiest one with dating I put always at number one is the, the lack of effort. Yeah, you know? I had that. Lack of effort. I mean, when you're dating someone, if every time you talk to them, nothing planned, you know what I mean? It's always like, yeah, you come over here, I come over there, we go to the movies, something stupid that's, you know, the basic ABC plan because he's not doing anything. One, mm-hmm. that lack of effort is there because you're definitely not the one. And two, you're not even top priority on his roster. See, right. because a man plans for what he wants, you know, or a man at least has got some shit going for himself. Um, the 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 meeting of friends, uh, big red flag with the dating, because mm. even when you're dating, if we're really into you and think that you have the one, the serious dating potential, mm-hmm. we will introduce you to the homies, you know, and you'll know by which homies you meet because there's a difference in meeting certain homies now, Shan. Because now. some of the <laughs> some of the males that men introduce you to are also dogettes. Yeah, dogettes are the males that also 
like to keep multiple bitches and nobody yeah. introduces the real uh, permanent one. They were introducing, hey, I want you to meet such and such. Yeah, look look at the new girl I got on my roster for this week. Yes! <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, so you have to look at what friends you're actually meeting because you could be, like you said, you could be meeting the associate friends that you hang around, that he hangs around and does dirt bag shit with. But if mm-hmm. you choose friends that are in relationships, are married, got kids, oh, you're mm-hmm. in there. You're in there because that's already putting you in the, uh, I want to bring you along for, uh, you know, a couple trips. We need to do things on the weekend together, blah, blah, blah. So that's a good look. But if you just meet them single niggas that do drugs and party all the time and always struggling to find a bitch, or, or you never have, you know, every girl you see him with is ratchet and she partying and they doing drugs together. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just, you're not important. <laughs> he just introduced you to something. So you got the level of friendship, effort. Um, I would also say, but this is, this is kind of obvious, but I don't, I don't think people really know how, how important this is. Meeting, meeting the family, you mm-hmm. know, and and what what member of the family you get to meet. So, I told you I had a situation where, you know, that one little dumbass bitch was doing this to me the whole time, and the family was in on it, you know. <laughs> so I got played out of the end on, but I was back when I was a young twenty six. But nowadays, you know, if you you get to meet mom, mom Dukes. And Mom Dukes actually likes you, and if God forbid it's a two parent home, oh my God, <laughs> and both parents are, uh, you know, in- interested in this conversation, and mm-hmm. uh, he seriously brings you around, they're good. If uh, you, you know, so crazy dungeon. I've uh, never, I've never been with a man who was raised in a two parent home. Really. I, and I've never met both parents who are like equally chill with each other. So some unconscious rays. Yeah. You know what I'm about to say. Yes. You know I know, but I, I never thought about it that way until you said that. I didn't think about it until you said it. I was like, this oh, is why you are the way you are. I like it. When you've never seen an example, you know, of a of a solid household, you know, it's a different situation. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, I've seen like my parents together, but I still know like that was a front. Like there wasn't unity in that that marriage or that house. But I'm just saying, like, um, anybody that I've been with, they've never. I've never seen like, oh, so this is the product from the boats. It's like, oh, okay, this is your mom. I've been around your mom. I know what traits you get from your mom. And then the other traits that you have, you if you know, ever so often when men do talk about their dad, you start mm-hmm. to pick up that nigga. How can you not see that you are this nigga? <laughs> You talking but, about yourself, motherfucker. Right. Like, it'd be so crazy. I'm just like, let me go get you a mirror because you're not you're not seeing <laughs> what I'm seeing. Yeah, Hold that's on, I'm crazy. 
I'm gonna let you you take over real quick because I have to transfer it to the house. So I'm gonna let you take over right now. Okay. Right. What's up, fun Fetty Cake? Um, summer in here, sticking with us. So, uh, what Dungeon said about like men not making time to spend, I think women also do that. Um, if you reach out first, I think for women, if you always have to reach out first to a man that definitely shows you that he's not interested. And if he is interested in one thing or particular, preferably your hot pocket, um, he's definitely hitting you up or texting you after 9 p.m., after 10 p.m., after 2 a.m. And that's like a clear sign that, oh, he only interested in this and a lot of males today what they like to do is if they see you post a picture or something new that you're doing or something new about you on social media and they hit you up right after sir i know that you see these titties i see them too i know that you saw x y and z i see them too but i'm not offering them the them to you this is not uh, a platter on the plate for you and I'm not interested and I think a lot of times men and women need to point that out and call people out on their bullshit when you peep it because a lot of people think like they are slick with it and they're so obvious so we have two messages I'm gonna play them Funfetti. hey Shan hey OG triple OG <laughs> What's goody? When your significant other is not proud of your accomplishments, they don't congratulate yeah. you. Um, they don't support you in achieving your goals. Um, when they try to downplay your achievements and uh, your accomplishments, and they make remarks like, oh, it's all right, or um, I got something better at home, or, you know, well, I you know they try to compare their accomplishments to yours or yeah. compare your achievements to theirs. They're clearly jealous and they're not um, proud of you, and they don't want to see you doing better than them. And that's not a um, healthy relationship. That is a, a very depressing and abusive, like emotionally abusive relationship, where they feel the need to put you down in order to make themselves feel uplifted facts it's like the illusion of care yep you have you ever had a a woman like fake care about your well-being or fake care about you know a problem you're having yes that girl that who tricked me into thinking her whole family thought i was the man oh my goodness (laughs) she was doing the whole shebang whole relationship shit you know like if i were having a bad day or issue something would work something in life, she'd be there and, oh, let's talk about it. Well, it didn't, you know, end of the year, it's like, I gotta go. And then it's updated, getting married to another nigga. I was like, how could you act so well? Like, this yeah. deserved the Academy Award, Shane. She deserved <laughs> it. <laughs> like, she really got a nigga. Like, I was like, yo, I, your whole family had me tripping. You had me, but it's all good. That was a, a life lesson learned, you know? Yeah, so um, what you said about effort 
if I feel yep. like if if a man or a woman finds themselves putting out more effort to make things happen, that's a sign that they're not really into you. Um, yeah. That's a sign that you're not it. If you end up doing them more favors than they do you, mm-hmm. or not even like not even like having to do you favors, but at least offer. Yeah. If you don't offer, like what? And and now. Are we putting in time as the same as effort, or are we separating these two? Um, I feel like not making time to spend with somebody is a part of a red flag that they're not into you, or um, you know, they don't get excited about your presence. I think that's a sign. Um, yeah. if you're if you're the last to know about their good news or bad news, that's definitely a sign that. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't deem you as a responsible person. They don't deem you as an important factor in their life. They don't think that, you know, you hold any weight as far as like being a person of uh, solitude. You know, mm-hmm. if I have a, pro- if I have a problem, you know, why does it matter that I didn't tell you or, or if I did tell you, you can't do shit for me. Like, I feel uh-huh. like that's, like then why am I here? Like why are you even acknowledging me in your lifestyle if you feel like my presence or my me period holds no weight? Well, let me let me let me add this in there. I also feel like the situation really is we time shouldn't be an issue because you know my my thought is you should be getting rid of these people immediately. I'm yeah. not wasting time with somebody who isn't providing time. So if you're not showing me the interest, you got about one or two times to be like, oh, no, I can't go. Oh, I can't see you. And I'm just like, why am I always reaching out? Why are you never available? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. If we don't have time for each other, then I'm not going to do this. So right. I'm not, we're not going to get to a point where it's like a month down the line. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you might get a week and a half out of me before I'm like mm-hmm. I'm good on this. <laughs> I'm good on this, and then I'm just done because you you don't you what's the saying? Don't don't um don't don't stay where you're tolerated. Go where you're celebrated, or whatever. That yes, is. yes. Or don't let somebody treat you like an option when you treat them like uh I forget the sayings because I'm not they saying it. Yeah, you know, you know what it is. Like, that's I, have, I, have a, I have a huge problem with people who um, put people on a priority seating level, you know, of yeah. their life's plane, and that person feels like, oh, the, you know, that flight is optional, or at least I know I got multiple options. And whenever they feel like, they can, they throw that in your face or um, like I'm, I'm just, I'm just not I'm not a fan of doing more than what's being reciprocated and, and let me let me add to you why that's absolutely correct. One because, and this is, this is a fact without me having even looked it up please mm-hmm. understand that the person that they're spending time with is way worse than you and pathetic. They mm. never spend time with somebody better than you. That's the whole thing. Is like when somebody isn't acknowledging or doesn't notice 
the greatness that's in front of them. They always stand around waiting. Because that's how it is. If that was the case, they'd be making time. If you're somebody that's worth making time for, got to mm-hmm. get together, and, you know, somebody that deserves somebody else's time, why would you? I should have to beg to chill with you. But mm-hmm. anytime that person is not making any time for you, please believe they're making time for some fuck nigga or girl that can't, that got multiple side pieces or multiple baby mamas and that, a whole bunch of bullshit going on. And that's who they're wasting their time with. Hoping that they get their phone turned on so that they can go out on the date with them. Maybe. If they're lucky. Like, that's mm-hmm. who you can play of. There's never somebody better than you that they're wasting. Unless you're, you are the dirtbag. And usually when you are the dirtbag, you're going to get the time. I have, a theory, I, I have a theory on why that is, Dungeon. Let, let's see. I, I feel like people who who would rather leave someone who's being decent to them, um, showing them, showing them affection, giving them the time, making them, uh, equal priority. I Uh think they're scared of what that, what that demands or comes with because it has always been so much easier to be the only one putting out the effort so you don't yeah. feel cha- so you don't feel challenged, right? So uh-huh. when you meet somebody that's reciprocating um what you've always been putting out in relationships, now it's kind of like, damn. So I've uh-huh. always I've always only worked on level one, level two of being a decent, good person to the person I like. Now they about to introduce me to some level three, level four, level five type shit that I've never seen. Or I don't even know if I'm going to be good at. Uh-huh. So it's always, it's always, e- yeah, it's always easier to retract back to somebody who's not going to challenge you, uh-huh. and who's not going to point out ways that you can improve because you're comfortable there. Yeah, that's a very good theory. I agree with that theory. I definitely agree. It's, it's oh, this is too much of a challenge. This person seems like they might have their shit together. Yes. And I know I don't. I'm not going to be able to treat them on the level they want me to treat. So let me just avoid them. You know right. what I mean? It was the same thing I told you, like when I dated women with kids who all of a sudden, every time it was time to go out, they're like, oh, I don't have a babysitter. And I'm like, then why the fuck are you dating? I'm like, Listen. I don't understand how you, you were dating if you don't have someone that you trust to babysit your kids or pay someone to babysit your kids. It, it can't be every time we're supposed to be hanging out. I only got, you know, I have a job work full time, so I only got weekends maybe to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. So that means one day a week I'm offering. I offer that day, and you're like, oh, can't do it. I don't have a babysitter. And I'm just like, so you're not even trying to get a babysitter. I mean, like, then stop dating. Wait till you get your shit together or find somebody that you trust, and then then date when you get a babysitter. Like, don't sit there and have me ask you out, and I'm getting the same fucking uh, response every time because I just cut okay. you off. I'm, and I'm going <laughs> to tell you, I'm going to tell you right here. There are three reasons why I don't date right now. One, there's nobody that I've met or made an effort to meet who I feel like is worth me making time for. Mm-hmm. Two, um, in order for me to go out on a date, I would have to have someone come to my house and watch my kids. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, why would I jump through those hoops for some someone who's questionable in in giving me a good time? Okay. Like I, I feel like jumping through those hoops is easier when you know like 
I love being around this person. I know this day is going to be A1. Um, and I we equally like each other or lust each other on the same level. So yes, yeah. I'm going to jump through these hoops in order to make this time happen. And three, yeah. I, I'm just like, I'm not interested in meeting new people. Like, it's like, there's no want in me to go outside, get dressed, um, getting my car, go somewhere, sit and gamble on the chance of me meeting somebody new. Because in the back of my mind, I would rather be at home with my titties at. Four. Four. You comfortable. That because, too! Because you'd rather be at home with your titties out. But you also got Mr. Mr. Come over and lay that thing thing down too. That so too! You don't have a need that needs to be met. Because I'm, well one, there's so much and we're going to have a show that you're going to feel attacked on, Shan. But we're going to have to do it. We're going to have to do a show that says how long do I get to work on myself for? And when does that shit have to stop? Because that's, <laughs> because there's a, there's an age limit, Shan. You already know what my age limit is, but I, it's not 50 for that. But there's yeah. an age limit where you can't keep going, oh, I'm working on myself, and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing a lot of shit that you're telling me because we've been talking for, what, over a year, about a year at this point. Yeah. You know, I, I psychoanalyze as well. And just the way we put together... You know, I've never dated a man that had came from a, a two parent home. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah! another reason why Shan wants you out after sex and doesn't want you to, and refuses to date a man that has to live in house. And I'm like, oh, Listen. this is all coming together. But at some point, that shit got to stop. You know, <laughs> like some point, you you know, like, okay, ah. okay, Dungeon, you are completely correct, right? And mm-hmm. I had an episode on She Gets It uh, with Mike talking about um, women who apologize with pussy and um, wholenessness, right? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, like, you know, why I'm not dating. And the thing was, like, he was like, so you never lived with a man or somebody you were with? I said, no. Like, I've always had my own space, my own house, my own Oh, I'm going to go over here. I might, you know, stay at your house a couple of nights, but I've never put myself purposely in a relationship where I couldn't get up and leave if I was uncomfortable or I didn't want to be there anymore. Too comfortable. You got, you see, you got, you have the ultimate bachelorette setup, you know, and it's worse because you got going for yourself. So this is where you'll get too, you'll get too comfortable. And this, this is where the, the, the fall of, of the established ones, see, yeah. established people because they have all this going for themselves can find someone they somewhat like, yeah, and that can them sexually and intellectually for the moment, and then not need a relationship for years mm. because they're not slacking in all the other parts of life. Established people understand I gotta go to work, I gotta yeah. do this, shit. I gotta make my money, so they don't need another person to help them do that. They're already good, but mm. that relationship part that they're missing can be fulfilled by someone half haphazardly by just giving them some good dick, some good dick, some good pussy, you mm-hmm. know, and a, a stimulated conversation every now and then. Now you feel like 
You got a relationship without any strings attached. Yes. You got what you need in life. Your kids yes. are taken care of. Yes. Your, 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 your baby father situation is intact. Yes. Like, what the fuck do I need a man for? But Shannon, I'm here to tell you. <laughs> so stop one. I just, you know, I, I can't wait to meet the brother that comes into your life. Me either, because you know what? It's going to be a one and done. It's going to be like. Yeah. It's, it's, that's exactly, he gonna come in and he gonna be like, yeah, I'm the one that I'm the one that took her out. And I'm like, yes, my brother. Up <laughs> here talking all this ridiculous shit for the last year, <laughs> and he's like, oh, and by the way, I live with her. She with me twenty four seven. Won't leave me alone. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, your dick must be going into esophagus, my man. Listen, <laughs> like, is the neck bone con- connected to the to the what bone, like? <laughs> What's up, Daywalker? I um listen, I, I I definitely I definitely am too comfortable. Uh-huh. Um and all of those things that you said that I have in place definitely contribute to that. Uh I but I do feel like one day I'm gonna have to cut my shit. Mm-hmm. But you will. But to be honest, like I don't feel like it's going to be this year. So I think like everybody's rooting for me to go on a date this year, and I'm just like, dog, tomorrow, wow. like like next month is December. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but I I feel like I feel like the change is about to come. I just mm-hmm. don't know. I don't know who he is. I don't know how the shift is going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be drama. Um, nah, it it won't be drama. It's gonna be, it's gonna. I can tell by you, it's gonna be, it's gonna start with a sexual encounter. You think and, so? Yeah, I, I'm. T- I can tell by. Look, this is. We've been because talking. Because you know, like in the conversations in the episode we have, I don't do sexual encounters up front. No, you wouldn't need to. You're going to give this person a chance. It's when the sexual encounter happens is when oh. he's going to take over. That's when he's going to take over. At first, you're going to be like, this is cool. He seems all right. You know, he got his shit together. He's got his own house. You know, he's not trying to have any more kids. He's handsome, makes mm-hmm. money, blah, blah, blah. Y'all going to date on and off. He ain't going to be pressing you or nothing. And then that night going to happen. Oh, shit. And all you're going to do is have that that the little miniature ponytail is stretched out and sweat dripping all over. Go the brother. What happened? And then he's gonna be like, "Yo, that was just round one. You ready to go again?" And you're gonna be like, "Oh you my god, you couldn't do that again." And he'd be like, "I certainly can." And mm. then that's when you're gonna be like, "I think, I, I think, I think I might, I might have to reconsider some things Listen. because that, that you have everything else." So yeah. it ain't gonna pressure you that he got a job. It ain't gonna pressure you that he's handsome. We've dated a handsome guy before. It ain't gonna pressure you that he got his life together. You got your life together. It ain't gonna pressure you that he don't want no kids or he got kids. You got kids. Yeah. What's gonna impress you is the one who meets you on your level and then takes you to a higher level physically. And I think he go once he takes you to a higher level physically, you can be like, now I can stop being so comfortable with what I've got. I can settle down with this. And you also he's gonna have a level of, of he gonna have a level that's gonna make you submit. Like mm. like we always talk about on here. You're gonna wanna submit. You're gonna be like, you know what? 
Because you're going to be talking that shit like, but you can't stay in my house. But I'll be damned if I'm going to be staying away from you for eight days and then you call me when you want. That ain't how I work. And you're going to be like, oh, shit. Something just tingled down there. And he's like, I'm telling you, she's going. But that's like, for me, that's like for sure. Like, I, um, I text somebody today and I'm just like, dog, you think if we live together, we would fuck all the time? And he was like, yeah, like I would, you would wake up with my, you know, my shit in your mouth. I'm just like, hmm. I said, I just, I don't understand how men and women be living together and they don't crave each other. That Because that, there's a difference in that sexual craving mm-hmm. and you building with somebody. You don't always have to sexually crave a person you building with. I, there's been situations where I have women where we couldn't keep our hands off one another. But right. as far as being in a relationship, I wouldn't have really necessarily wanted it. But mm. the sex, the sex was like crazy. Like it's like, yo, I can't stop fucking you. Like it's this is gonna be we fucking all day kind of thing. There's yeah. people you meet that are like that, but they don't necessarily transfer into the best relationship partners because uh... it's kind of based on one thing with them. It's like our physical attraction is so high that we don't care about nothing else, and you know that that's not healthy. You know, <laughs> like yeah. you can't pay bills with with orgasms. So you know, there's got to be a healthy medium there with somebody you get some good dick, good pussy from. I and, mean, if you got an OnlyFans. I mean, well, I'm not. I don't deal with that shit. That might be. <laughs> at all. But like, as far as as is that nobody I've ever had crazy good sex with was I ever interested in being in a long term relationship with. And I, I don't know, maybe if it was because I was like. You've been practicing too much, yeah. <laughs> like, or if I just was like, if we just mentally didn't connect, but the physical was there. Like Scorpios, whenever I deal with Scorpios, sex be crazy because well, they, they freaks. Those are like certified, oh, super nasty freaks. But they also got trust issues, and you know what? I don't have time for trust yeah. issues. Yeah, I ain't got time for that. Sorry, you keep dating fuck niggas and all that. You can't come across the verb because. Virgo and Scorpio match very well physically. But as far as mentally compatible after that, nah, bro. <laughs> I'd be like, nah, I'm good on this. I'm like, you, you, and we, we could have, and we have generally good intellectual conversations, but as far as stimulating, like to where my girl stimulates me mentally, we yeah. see eye to eye on everything, and we're good physically, and we're good building wise and job wise and all that, that you got to hit on all those cylinders. So, I understand the wait. I understand why you're waiting. Mm-hmm. But the clock is ticking. I know. And the good thing is it ain't ticking for kids, so it's just ticking because... <laughs> Can you say this again? <laughs> it's not ticking for kids, not, which not means... You, you, got, you got the best clock out the way, actually. What? You, exactly. It literally is on your time. Exactly. It literally is on your time. And I feel like I feel like that puts me in a better position with a man because he can never say I just wanted him because I wanted kids. You know what I'm saying? He can never sit there and say I just wanted, you know, somebody to be like my kid's dad because they got that already. Like if, if if we're anything or we're together you are definitely here only because I want you here or I mm-hmm. want to be here. So I just feel like that puts me in the purest 
position to be in a relationship because honestly, I don't have to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, like, I, and that's why I said you're comfortable. Because it's like, I don't have to do this. Yeah. I don't, with yourself, you're established. It is not necessary, but you're not, I've met people way more hardcore than you. I'm like, you're just going to be single forever. You're not on that level. I'm not on that level because I'm not ignorant. I'm never, I am not that woman that's going to sit here and be like, I don't need a man for nothing. I can do it myself. No, no. You ain't doing that. No, you're not doing that. No, I'm honest. I'm very honest about it. There's a lot of times in my day where I'm just like, dog, I'm ready for somebody that can fix the shit around my house. I'm I'm ready for somebody who, you know, can handle some shit because I get off later or I can comfortably be within traffic without worrying about how I'm going to get X, Y, and Z done in two hours once I get to my side. So um, I I definitely uh, get jealous and um, in a lot of parts in adulting where, where people have people. But at the same time, I'm just like, I, I come home some days, I'm just like, dog, you mean to tell me that people out here have kids and they have life happening and they come home and they have to deal with another adult that also has life happening? Yeah, they do. And while, you know what, while we got, because we got two ladies in the room, mm-hmm. from Freddie and baby daddy Jane. What's that? Um, Young young ladies, please answer this question as to why y'all ignore red flags when you see them and Ooh. give these their. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know y'all from nothing, but I'm just assuming you have. So just, just, just please feel free to come up to the front of the choir, and uh, come to the front of the church and uh, and talk to us. We want to know why the ladies out there struggle with these red flags. As I said before, men intentionally do make bad decisions. But I feel like some of the women, when they do it, it's just like, oh, you know, I, I can change him. And, and we've been doing this for for decades now, which is why I don't understand why y'all say that, you know. Okay, I, uh, before, <laughs> before they come up, I can speak for me. So huh? I've, purpose, I've purposely ignored the red flag because the situation was new to me and it was like, it was spontaneously exciting. And at that time, I've only dealt with mediocre um, uh, ways that males would would talk to me, deal with me. And um, I knew from the first lie that did not have to happen, that happened, that, (laughs) oh, oh, this person's about to really, like, wreck me. Not at the moment, but later on, I know it's coming. And I felt like I could always prepare myself for things to go to shit. Uh But but what you don't prepare yourself for when you deal with somebody who has red flags that you purposely ignore, it just feels good right now. Or um, you want to see what it's going to turn into or... uh, you just maybe maybe give me give me a couple of months and, and I'll end it. Is 
you the the longer you stay in it, the longer you continue it, the more excuses you find for it. But you don't see this is what I can't stand about what women do is you y'all know better at this point. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it, I can't even I can't I cannot condone what you just said. Like y'all know it none of that's gonna change. Like it's making excuses and all that. I don't know if it's a female thing or whatever, but I'm just like, yo, that's why I, even when I when I went in on the, that those dummies the other day with them chats about oh I was trapped. You know who I'm talking about. Those yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, yo, what do you mean? Like it's been decades, generations, centuries. Mm-hmm. Of women did the same thing, and you sitting there talking about that same shit. So I can't, I can't really fuck with that. But if we got, you want to bring um baby daddy Jane in real quick? She she requested to come up. You want to so we hear what she has to say? Where's the request that? Hold on. Yeah, it's in the uh, and the co-host. She wants to come up as a co-host to, to speak her truth. Um. They changed the thing on here. I don't know how to find the request. Let me see. I got it. Okay. What's up? Okay, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, before you before yeah, okay. speak, she has a message. Before she speaks, I want to play her message. Ah! <laughs> Hold uh, on. What's up, OG, triple OG? Is this the OG I know? Like, I recognize the voice, but I don't want to be, like, crazy. And Miss Sean, Sean, Chan, Sean, I hope I'm saying this right. I don't mean to butcher it. Correct me, please. Um, i definitely like to comment on the question you had. I was trying to add myself in the group. <laughs> um, but, yeah, ask me the question again, because, the ba- you know, the baby's in the background crying. Alright. So, so I just want to know essentially what I was just saying why after decades and centuries of examples of women failing with the I can change a man, this this ain't meant for me and he'll he'll switch up, we can do better, like he knows my love will guide him, blah blah, all the dumb <laughs> shit that some women say that they, they think will they they think it's the reason to ignore red flags. Why y'all still doing that today? Like, we in 2021. Y'all swear y'all know what a fuck boy is. Y'all swear everybody you know, says broke niggas don't deserve no pussy. I know that's right, but yet broke niggas is getting all the pussy. There's so much, so much contradictory shit that women say. And when it comes to dating and dealing with these niggas, that I'm just buffooned and baffled at this point. I'm led astray. I run them up, you know. And I need to. Besides Shan, you know, I, I sit every night. I get on Shan. You see me getting on Shan about, you know, her her longevity in the single girl game. So I just I need to know like different female why y'all do what y'all do, even though you know better. Um. Okay. Because uh, I come from a different background. I'm sure. Um. First of all, none of the women put put me on game. Like I don't even think they knew better. They didn't even know how to communicate effectively because we were, you know, the women in our family were abusive verbally. You know what I mean? So uh, okay, you can't right. even you can't even communicate on a on a you know on that kind of level on a human nature, you know, just human decency level. So how do I expect you 
receive any advice. Um, so I grew up like that. And then when I got into college, that's when I started experimenting because I did not know like the level of ignorance was crazy. So I would just boom, bam, bam, shake it out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm just out here now. I'm not the house. My mom was strict. I didn't, my mom had me in a different, all, all kinds of sports and programs. She kept me busy. So, and locked in the house. So once college came, I went, I went loose. So I didn't get that wisdom at all. Like I, I didn't, I didn't get it at all. I just learned from 2019. Um, baby Jane, it's time for you to close these fucking legs because I got three different baby daddies, and clearly what you're doing ain't working. You know what I mean? I had to learn from the streets. Had to learn, teach me. Um, so now I'm in a place where it's like, you know what? <laughs> Focus on you. We got to do some healing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like some self loving right now because uh. No, that's that's not it right now, and that's why I'm, I'm not focused on a relationship because I'm trying to I'm trying to be wealthy right now. I have a mission, I have a plan. Like I don't, okay. a, a relationship will just distract me. I don't want another kid. I want a man. You know what I mean? So, so I I can totally respect that. So with with that being said, we're out we're out to get the bag now, right? That's what we're doing. We're getting the bag. Mm-hmm. So once you obtain this bag, are you going to let? Some fuck boy coming and ruin it at some point later on in life. Fuck because no. I've learned. Like, come on. I just said I got three different baby daddies. Like, I fuck. I, I, I hope I better have learned. You know what I mean? That, Why the listen, fuck that's, I that's the thing. Again? Like, that's insanity. That's, like, come on. That's what, listen, you got it. That was the perfect answer. Doing the same thing and expecting different results is, is insanity. But there's a lot of women out there doing the same thing. And expecting different yeah. results. No matter how many baby daddies they got, no matter how many terrible fuck boys they've dealt with. So I'm just trying to figure out what what is it that that you have against the uh, because we know he's asked you out. The good guy. You know, yeah. I think the good guy just came in the room, one of them. You know, or the new guy. But there's a lot of good guys out there, baby daddy Jane, that have that have asked you out. And you've ignored them. Mm-hmm. So I wanna know yeah. why come. Why come you ignore the guy that had just, now we're not saying he wasn't ugly and fat and he couldn't fuck. Let's 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 stop that right now. <laughs> that's a fucking that's a lame excuse that girls use to date fuck niggas. So let's mm-hmm. stop acting like all guys with jobs got lame dick. That's not a real thing. All right? No, it's so let's, not. Let's, let's, I know that shit for the first. Well wait a minute. So, but wait a minute. It's kinda like that's kinda like not fair though. Because men gonna date who they are attracted to. Why cannot? No, I okay. <laughs> Nobody said I, that's what I said. He wasn't he wasn't ugly. That's the thing. Like there could be attractive guys that had his mm-hmm. shit together to ask you out, but you may not like their right. swag. You know, that's what I'm talking about. How many of those guys did you dismiss? That's that's swag. Then, like fuck. We still man, need swag. swag. I'm like that nigga did have a job and he did look he smelled good and Looked like he had himself together, had a house and all that, but I want this nigga over here on the street corner that smelled like some uh, indica and sativa mixed together. And, okay, uh, so <laughs> when when you when you say this dungeon, I instantly think of the men at work, right? The men in the office. Mm-hmm. The men in the well, office are visually safe. Right, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm I don't want visually safe, but I don't want I don't want to see the man that for me looking like I could cut him out of a, a magazine or this year's trend. Right? Mm. At the same time, if you just look um acceptable for the office. And you always, to me, whenever I talk to you or see you, it's always you're putting this front on to cover up your truest thoughts or you don't, you don't put your shoulders down around me. And it's like, you, you always got to put on, then I don't want to figure out if you have another layer because for my personality, who I am in an office, who I am in front of my mom who I am in front of my ex, who I am in front of my friends and people I don't even know yet is the same person. So to me, when I see a man that, you know, gets ready to be in certain rooms and I got, and I instantly know I'm going to have to dig through to get another layer about you, I'm not interested. Let me, let me ask, here's where I'm going to help you all out. Uh, how many people in this room watch Insecure by I can't. Mm-hmm. I watch yeah, it. Nothing. Watch, okay. What you, baby, baby, daddy, James? You said you don't watch it. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, if you did, let me ask you. Let me ask Jan this: What's wrong with dating Lawrence at this point, Jan? Ain't nothing wrong with dating Lawrence. Well, yeah. the original baby mama wants to do it now. Why? His his baby mama don't want nothing to do with him because she comes from a lifestyle of I always had it. I've always been by myself. Anything I want, I can get. And I never needed a man. And she thought she was going to have this baby and be that independent woman still. And her having this baby is a slap in the face that is no longer a brag to be an independent woman when you have a new baby. And so the whole time while she was pregnant, she basically made Lawrence feel like he was not needed. And then you call him after you push this baby out, you're Punani, and you, you feel in a type of way like you don't have support. You never let Lawrence support you in the first place, so you can't really be mad at him. But Lawrence is the equivalent of what we would call a good guy. He's trying to be there to be with the baby, Support the baby, be a father, but she pushing them off. I bet you, I bet you, if this nigga was stuck in jail or 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 doing fuck shit, I hear selling drugs and dumb shit. She'd be trying to force a full fledged family on that nigga every five minutes. But no, Lawrence got a good job with a tech company. He make money. He fucking bitches. He come down on the weekends, and you don't like that. I'm it's telling not, you. It's not- it's not that she don't like Lawrence is that she know Lawrence not really into her like that and Lawrence will basically make her feel like she can't do it on her own and she don't want to let down her ego and her pride to be like I need your help Great. So I don't feel like it has anything to do with Lawrence because there's nothing wrong with them she liked them at one point she just found out that this, this guy is really not into me we were just fucking, and I thought it was something more. And he actually is in love with his ex. Oh, and that should have left him. Don't like that situation. 
We got a message. Once again, once again yeah. the quality man gets disrespected. So this is this is why I'm talking about these red flags that women have. You have this opportunity. What's up, Gigi? There, there's, there's opportunities for y'all to have the men you want. And I really want women to accept the fact that, and not all of y'all, but a good amount of you. Say you want one thing and then you sneak and immediately go for the total opposite behind closed doors. What do you say to that, baby daddy Jane? I don't do that. So why you put a beat in the court? <laughs> First of all, I feel guilty and I ain't do shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I go for who who I connected with. That's where I fucked up at. It is honestly, I didn't date. I'm, I'm very real with you. Everyone I've dated in the past, I have not been attracted to. Mm. Really? But wasn't yes, that what really. you about you were like when we were like. You know, the fuck boys aren't ugly. I mean, the, the good guys aren't always ugly and fat and can't fuck. And you're like, well, what about me being attracted to them? And I'm like, see, that is the unconscious bias the good guy has to go to. And I know this ain't even that episode, but the unconscious bias about a quality man is, yeah, this is what Shan said. I can cut him out of a magazine. He's in the professional office. And then the other things that come with that is he ain't going to have no good dick. And he, he ain't got no sw- <laughs> Who is saying these things? I'm confused. I don't understand. The good guy don't have good dick. Yeah, that's that's the guy. I'm confused. You know what to be with good guys. Sometimes good guys give you to feel like they're not getting enough pussy, and you don't want to be the one they try it all on. (laughs) See, see. It's not. It's not even. It's not even that I know you're not getting pussy. You just give me vibes like you're not getting enough pussy. So if I put myself in a situation and give you pussy, I feel like you're going to fumble the bag because you think it's too hard. And this is why. Mm. <laughs> true. Hey, hey, true. I ain't gonna lie to you. Because... I ain't gonna lie to you. So overly excited that first time. Yes. Nothing less than five. Like, sir, we only going out for coffee. Calm your ass right. down. You yeah. know what? You know what? That's, that's great. Y'all, y'all talking that shit, though. But that man will suck that pussy later on. See? When, that's when cool. I mean, yeah, I'm sure after the third time we fucked, yeah, yeah. You, you have to redeem yourself. I mean, because I'm going to look at you sideways. Because like, bro. Instead of, instead of giving that over overzealous man the chance to take you out for coffee and see what he's about, you rather the nigga on the block take you out to, I don't know, what they do, two for 20 and then can't afford to pay it. Then make us some excuse about how their car don't work and they only got a bag of weed to make it for the whole night. You, you, look, 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 you, go, you, you, go, you go to the hood dude and be like, follow me to the bodega so I can get a chopped cheese. Exactly. <laughs> Man, well, I, I should have went to the hood. I don't, I don't remember the sex with my baby fathers. I'm sorry. I, I should have went to the hood, okay? But, you know, maybe my five minutes would have been better. Oh, you feel me? You have to different to experience. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't, I don't, that's not always true. The niggas from the hood don't always got that. That is though. true. We got that's two messages. We got two messages from the yeah. new guy. I'm playing. Yeah. yeah. The new guy. Y'all be shouting my fucking name. Y'all must know I'm pretty as hell, man. I ain't even oh, saying that because I'm a dark skin motherfucker. I don't like people saying that. 
That's only for like some people because they bitches. Anyway, um, <laughs> I like what y'all saying, man. Broke niggas is always fucking winning at the end of the day because they got the biggest dick. The broke mm, niggas got the biggest true? dick, and that's how it is at the end of the day. And females always going to be a fucking sucker to the economy because if a nigga got a big ass dick, that's what they're going to adapt to. Yeah, I could do whatever the fuck I want with them, even though I played them or not. I can say I love you, but they're still a piece of shit at the end of the day because they, I'm winning and they're not because I got a big ass dick. They just want me always. Peace. I don't know. That's not true. I've, yeah, I've I'm had like, a male with a very big wing with a curve in it that knew nothing, period. nothing, Man, what period. he needed to do with that Orko. shit. And yep. it wasn't that he was hood because he wasn't hood. He was the epitome of a man that will be able to take care of you and himself. But at the same time, I'm not a woman that's going to be like, I'm going to stick with this man because he can set me up good in life, but I really, I'm not attracted to you like you should have a woman attracted to you, so I'm not about to waste your time. He should be thanking the fact that I was like, nah, go find what woman wants to be in your skin because I'm not her. I just, I just don't understand, man. Y'all are missing out a lot with I'm dating these poverty line ass niggas. I done, I done said this before, and you know, if you stop dating poverty line niggas, you will experience a whole nother type of dude. It doesn't, mm-hmm. like, some of yes, there are guys out here who are a little overzealous. They're also good to act like these hoods. Then just said makes, a, little, like, a little overzealous. What makes you a poverty line dude? Like, like explain that definition, because... What, oh, God. What I dealt with men with money and don't consider for me that don't consider me high value man. So I'm confused on these definitions. So please help me. Okay, all right. Well, let's first not using no Kevin Samuels language in here. So no high. <laughs> I feel you. Thank you for taking me. I don't like that nigga either. But thank you. <laughs> we doing this OG triple OG talk. So the thing is this. The thing is this. A poverty line nigga. Is a nigga that lives beneath the poverty line. Poverty line in, in the government for what the government says is what I think seventeen thousand a year. And there's a bunch of niggas out here fronting like they make it more than that, but they not. And a lot of women are out here dating that dude. And a lot of dudes are out here claiming that they're not getting a fair chance date women because they are poverty line niggas. They make women drop their standards so that they can date a nigga who ain't making enough to support himself or you. A race that that's even, <laughs> and then y'all have to break a child in this world, and both of us fuck you. So, what I'm saying by no poverty line ass niggas is, if you date a nigga that's making a reasonable salary, he does not have to be a six figure nigga because one, a lot of women that are demanding six figure niggas ain't so fuck you, you can't. Have but if you asking for a man who's making 50, 60, 70,000. You know, that's a decent man that's got his shit together and you could possibly make some things work from that. You don't have to get six figures, especially if you don't deserve six figures. You can't now, this is where it may sound Kevin Samuels like, but I'm going to say it the right way where it's, you can't ask for something that you cannot provide yourself. You can't be out here talking about, I want to date a six figure nigga. You working at McDonald's. That don't make no sense. 
That's facts. That's facts. That's not facts. That's facts. At the end of the day, that's not for you. That's why I ain't looking. After the day, that's nigga ain't checking for like certain people, and especially not some poverty line ass woman. So what I'm saying is, they was you can't be mad that you're getting poverty line ass niggas, and poverty line ass niggas are acting like poverty line ass niggas. Niggas that don't make a certain amount of money are gonna do certain things. They gonna go out sling they semen into anyone because they don't give a fuck. Have babies with a bunch of random women. Have a job, not have anything going for themselves, not have stability or or ambition or a goal because they don't give a fuck. Now, <laughs> money and stuff to lose are a little bit more careful. You know, they may pull out, they may use condoms, and they may actually have structure and try and you know build with you and take things differently. But you never take the time to expand your horizons and, and date above the poverty line, which a lot of women don't that you will never get to experience the type of nigga that you see some of your friends with. And you be like, that girl has a great relationship. That nigga don't seem that rich or nothing, but why is it so good? Because he makes above the poverty line money, he can take care of his family, and he give a good dick. Because those things can all happen by one man who ain't making $7 an hour. I know y'all think I want, I want, I want, um, I want a mutual connection. <laughs> Period. No. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, let me help you because you claim you a good guy, doesn't mean. Oh, I hold on. all right. Let me help right. you. Huh? I, I gotta help you. Mutual connections don't pay no bills around here. Mutual oh, connections don't. Pay settle. Or he got to no settle. Potential don't pay no car notes, <laughs> and I want women to stop saying. Like you get a connection by taking the time to get to know somebody the right way. I'm not saying date anybody just because they got money because that that ain't realistic. But mm. stop making. Users for these today broke niggas by being like, oh, well, we have a good connection. Fuck them niggas. I didn't say you I didn't say that's what you based it on. I'm not saying that's what you based it on. I'm just saying as I'm not for me, and don't cut me off again, Mr. OG. <laughs> I'm just saying it needs to be a mutual connection. Just because you're a good guy does not mean we were meant to be. You might be a good guy for another woman, but don't get your feelings hurt because I don't want to pursue that. That's not where my heart but, is at. That's not. So you mean so now you bitter with me because I reject you? No, don't see that's a rejection. See you as a blessing because I wasn't meant for you, and boom. the woman you were meant to be is who you're supposed to be with. That's what again. That's why I'm not looking because who was meant for me yeah. is meant for me. At least it got to be us. Mm. I'm not. I'm not gonna settle. <laughs> I am in agreement. I am in agreement. No, Dan, 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 touch the shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, baby daddy Jane, I'm not saying you have to date a good guy. What I'm saying, date the right guy. That's what yes, I'm saying. That's it. I'm like, and, and the whole thing is, what a lot of women think they're learning they're getting the right guy by is not working for y'all. You see what I'm saying? Like, it isn't about potential. It's not really about, oh, we got good chemistry. You're not always going to have that right front. Sometimes you actually have to give time to that person and get to know them, even though they may yeah. not initially be what you're used to. Some yeah. women are not, I'm not saying you, I'm yeah. saying some women need to see sagging pants and a blunt and, no. and a gun before they mm -hmm. think a nigga will be right for them. And sometimes a nigga that ain't sagging his pants 
got a car and don't live with his mama is the one that is right for you if you took the time to get to know him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Ain't gonna be all this love at first sight shit don't exist. And when it do, that's when you end up getting fucked over. Oh, I like this nigga so much. I'm gonna look at me pregnant right now. Stop that shit. <laughs> let let nigga wait. I mean, learn, wait to learn about somebody and gain No, for real. for real. For real. Like, we are too old at this point. And I don't know your, your age, baby, that Jane Book. We're over here in the mid 30s, late 30s. And at that age, you can't do stuff like you in high school where it's like, right. oh, I got butterflies. It's like, no, nigga, do you have a job? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you, doing? <laughs> you live with your mother. Do you have a car? How many kids do you have? Are you employed? Like, What's your credit score? There's nothing fucking wrong with saying that. It don't make you a gold digger. It don't make you a bad person. It makes you somebody who want to have a future with somebody else who got a fucking future. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm trying to put out there. I ain't saying you only got to date good guys. I mean, shit, you can date a mediocre nigga as long as you got a shit together. This date niggas with a shit together. That's all I'm asking for. No facts. Um, I've I've had two males with their shit together. It's just the other cons were like a no. It's it's like they're they're the cons that were no, even though they had their shit together, was like, oh, this is a character flaw. I can't do this. And I feel like when it's a character flaw. There is nothing that's about to change that shit. They've been like that since the vagina popping outage. Yeah, you right. And it has to be like, okay, this is a con I can deal with, and this is a con, or this is a con I can't deal with. And those were cons that I couldn't deal with. After like we weren't together and we both like mellowed out, we can have a discussion on why it didn't work. And one of them, I had to tell him while his mother was listening on the phone, I said, a lot of the things that I felt like were funny when we were just cool and we were friends was funny. And then when we got into a relationship, I got to see another angle of who you were and the things that used to be funny to me just showed me that while in a relationship with you, you're just a natural asshole. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know his mom was like, so he he said exactly what I said to him to his mom. And he was like, that's true. Your dad was the same way. And I was like, thank you. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I felt so validated because I knew his personality in the way that. Hey guys, just want to say thank you for listening to The Real Relationship Report with Dungeon and myself, Shan. If you want to find us on IG, Dungeon is at OG underscore Dungeon and you'll find him. He'll keep you up to date on what the show is and when it'll come up and where you need to be on Stereo Live. Stereo app is where we record and you can join us on the show Anytime we're recording live. My at is at she gets it pod on IG, Twitter. And if you want to find us on Twitter, it's the real RR show. Now back to the rest of the show because this one is a goodie.
as always. He would uh, like throw shit on top of shit to make a bigger issue. I knew I wasn't imagining that shit. And I knew it was just who he was. And it's not that he was a bad person. It's just like I can't deal with this and grow in a relationship with you so this relationship can't happen. Hmm. And I and I will say dungeon to what you said. I have allowed a lot of okay men or mm-hmm. can take care of themselves and then some men go because of the character flaw that they have. So I will say out of the five that I have dealt with, only one of them were like, you are an embarrassment to your dad's skeet and your mama coochie, you know? But I can't say that all of them were what Dungeon calls poverty line. They weren't. Only one of them was. And that was because I knew he served no purpose other than giving me that that enjoyable pee. Uh-huh. You know right. what I'm saying? So, so I knew off tops that he was going to be short-lived and and just like full of it and I, there was no goals for him so I knew that's what that was. But the rest of them oh they're going to be great men for somebody else just not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, listen. All I'm really trying to c- come down to is ladies what you've been doing in the past with thinking you're dating a successful man or the right man mm. isn't working and I want to see some change when it comes to that. Okay. We, uh, we, we is doing the podcast. I'm hearing the same shit over and over, and, and unfortunately, <laughs> I'm across some groups of women that are spreading the wrong message, which yeah. is continuing to make a lot of women make bad decisions because these women that don't know what the fuck they're doing are out here talking about y'all niggas ain't shit because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I'm like, you do not need right. to do at all because they're intentionally fucking up, and all they want is their misery to have company. So they're going to try and mislead you and bring you down with them. All I'm, I'm going in a way where it's like, yo, what you're doing is not working. Here's what men are really looking for, that men that have their shit together. If that's what you're looking for, go get it and go. this is how you should go about it. But a lot of women will say that's what they're looking for and then go and date the exact opposite. And it's too big of a study sample that we see doing that to be like, oh, no, no, that's not what's happening in the streets. No, it is what's happening in the streets. It's not happening to all women, but it's happening to a good amount of you. And we, we need this yeah. to be like, there's no reason why the niggas that say women don't submit to me should have an opportunity to say that. Because that <laughs> shouldn't be getting tended to because he's a worthless nigga. There's no reason why niggas that say black women ain't shit should be being mm. listened to. Why are we listening to those type of niggas? You listen to a nigga that hates a woman because of the color of her skin because one, his dick is probably small, and two, because he ain't shit. Like, so what? But y'all are paying them niggas attention. And by doing that, their problems are coming to the forefront and being tended to, which is also poverty line nigga problems. Because all that is is niggas who don't want to live up to the responsibilities or requirements that a, a minority woman may have saying, no, fuck what you want. Bring your ass back down here and deal with my lazy ass. 
If I want to make $10 an hour and barely go to work and smoke weed and hang out with my jerk-off friends, then that's mm-hmm. what you need to do. And then, then women start making excuses. Well, we have a good, we have a good uh, chemistry. Don't say <laughs> and so now you set up for a $10 an hour nigga that got pregnant by him and thinks that he's the bee's knees because y'all swag and y'all chemistry worked out. It's like, you know, y'all make me sick, man. You know, I'm Stop it. it. Y'all make Stop me sick. Stop it. No, but you I know? feel it. And it is frustrating to see. You know what I mean? And um, like I said, like at the end of the day, all you talking about is self love. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's where it's going to start. Like, the only way we're going to date better is loving ourselves. And and that's the whole thing. It's like when are women gonna stop loving themselves more and having more self worth? That shit should be yeah. starting now. It should. We're right. not asking you to do nothing impossible. It's like, yo, set standards for yourself and keep them. Shannon ain't got yeah. no damn yeah. problem keeping her standards. Stand firm on them. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you know, like, that's so. Don't let no nigga. Don't let no nigga swindle you. Swindle right. you into into fuckery. Where it's right. like, yo, hey, yo, girl, I'm going to be a famous rapper one day. And you're like, damn, he look good, so I believe that. Stop that shit right there. But like right. you said, no, Dungeon, you like you said with <laughs> women, I think we women um, need to have an honest discussion, which I will have tomorrow with Juice from Chilling with Juice podcast on here, where mm-hmm. we, we're going to talk about the man that told you he didn't want to be a daddy. Oh. And those women who hear that still deal with him, y'all exchange whatever y'all exchange sexually, you right. end up pregnant, and now the story switch. I want to keep it. Okay. I told you I don't want a kid. You want right. to keep it. You you go through the pregnancy alone. You start to villainize this man because he's not supportive. But he told you before y'all even got into it like that, that he didn't want a kid. But because you're a woman, it's your choice. You give birth to this baby. You struggle with this baby and you build this animosity to his father who told you he didn't want to be a father in the first place. He didn't tell you that he hated your child or the child y'all made together. He told you basically do the responsible thing with your punani if this occurs and you chose to do otherwise. So the the whole accountability factor that she was talking about, Dungeon, from that other conversation where basically it was a woman that didn't want to take no ownership in the fact that she chose the males that she chose to have babies with Mm -hmm. and now she mad at the fact that men trap women. Hold on, hold on, and then say, "Oh, I shouldn't have to use condoms." I told him what? I didn't have kids, so he should just know to pull out. No. I was like, "How do you wow. trust a nigga that you don't know?" Wait, you telling me you trust a nigga that you don't know to make that decision and be like, "Oh, well," in the middle of being in this wet pussy, I should remember that he did say, "I do not want to have any any kids right now." So let me pull out responsibly instead of you just being like, "Yo, nigga, put a condom on." No, it's his problem, not me. I, I should be able to just go raw dog. I'm like, okay. And then there was three other dumb bitches on the panel saying the same shit. Talking about, oh, I got a baby daddy who won't take care of my kids, but he take care of his other kids. 
And they like, niggas out here trapping. They just, we, none of us need to wear condoms. You niggas need to learn to pull out. I'm just like, wow. This is the dumbest group of bitches I ever spoke to. I never heard no shit like this. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And then, like, even today, there's so many women who you meet a guy, y'all date. He has multiple mothers for his children yeah. that he already has. Yeah. They don't have the best relationships. He don't right. have the best track record. And then you turn around and you become the fifth. <laughs> yeah. And you surprise, <laughs> you surprise at the relationship you now have being yeah. his fifth child's mother. And it's kind of like we can't put all the blame on the fact that this man is not who he is supposed to be. This man showed you he wasn't who he needed to be, and you still pursued this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What other niggas yeah. you pick? What about right. the niggas? Yeah. Again. So, so you are you are what you attract. Right. So when it comes <laughs> to like, you know, if a if, if a man or a woman never makes plans to include you, that's a red flag that you ain't it. If right. they really don't text you, they really hit you up. Um, you hitting them up is irritating or they hate when you laugh with them or you or you find spaces to be with them or you claim them. They don't like you like that. Uh-huh. And my thing is a lot of, I feel like a lot more women more so than men because men have a lot of ego and pride. Men might allow a woman to drag him in private, but I think more women allow men to make a fool out of them in public and show other people that they don't fuck with them like that, and they right. still refuse to see it. Yep. Like, yeah. you, if, if a man was having an event, and he invited the neighborhood, his friends, his family, and you gotta do your research to figure out where the event is, and you pop up on him and you say hey in a crowd thinking he about to save face and he still diss you sis he didn't want you here because that's why he ain't tell you he was here exactly that's ridiculous and it'd be, and I, it'd be I, I, shit I, like that that'd be like crazy to me and then you have like men who are in full relationships today they have you for whatever, maybe a sex exchange or just hanging out whenever they in the city. They tell you that they don't want kids with you. This is what it is. I like our situation as is. And then y'all get a bit more comfortable. You end up pregnant. And even though he told you in the situation that he has with maybe his fiance or his wife, is established and y'all both knew it before this baby came about now you want to keep the baby because that's the only way you can secure that you have access to this man in your life Uh these are the facts so I feel like in those situations that woman cannot be like oh this man ain't shit he don't help me with the baby he never wanted to have a baby with you you took the opportunity to have that baby yourself against his thoughts and his wishes for what he wanted to be connected to because you feel like that's the only connection with that man. 
i.e. the baby and the homegirl. Right. Like we like we have kids, but we also know like I don't have to paint a picture like me and my children's fathers are a thing together. I don't have to live with them. They don't have to live with me. We don't have to be boyfriend and girlfriend to raise these kids. That is the reality. The issue is people like to paint a picture and think, oh, I have your baby. So now you have to move in with me because it's just going to look better. It's going to be better for the baby. That shit ain't got nothing to do with the baby. That's your ego. And But here's, here's the thing. And I think it was your boy house podcast that posted where he was like, the baby out here beating up people, spitting on elderly women, fucking girls, and getting them pregnant. Killing people. And, and you women thought he was a gentleman? Right. And I was like, no. This shows, like, there's a lot of women whose judgment factors when it comes to what a good man is. And it's not yeah. about him being soft and a bitch. You do not have to date no bitch-ass nigga. I'm not saying that. But like Jesus Christ with these character flaws, like that y'all think is cool. And my problem is at some point we have women have to stop looking at niggas like um we're in high school. We're not in high school no more, yo. Right. And there's a lot of shit that a lot of women do now that's very high schoolish when it comes to their man. Oh, is he yeah. popping in the hood? Oh, are these bitches trying to fuck him? Oh, did he got more than one baby mama? Yeah. Oh, he put in jail. Why the fuck are those requirements? Why are yeah. That's fucking ignorant. You what are you twelve? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. You know I mean? That probably is their ment- yeah, they probably are mentally. But that's I what saw, I'm saying. And I I saw a girl um a girl posted or I think she did a tweet and she said if he ain't got no kids and he in his thirties, that's a red flag. Like what the fuck? And it's, it's like what are you What's up, Sage? What's up, Tierra? My thing is like, if a man is in his 30s and he made it unscathed with no baby mamas and no kids, to me, that screams he's a man with a plan. And I want to figure out what his plan is. Yeah. Why is it bad that so you, oh, would you think he can't fuck? Like, come on, man. (laughs) <laughs> like, this is what I'm talking about. Oh, he got no kids. Oh, gee, check this out, though. Like, as far as, like, dating, like, what happened to those old school men who planned, you know, for your first, you know, and tell you, we'll meet here, at, or he'll pick you up at eight, or he'll even pick out your outfit. You know what I mean? Like, just try to fucking impress you. Like, what happened to some fucking days? Am I in a fantasy? Is that a fantasy now? That, that, you know, I gotta pay somebody to do that? uh... Here's what that is called now, Shan. Let's do it. Here's what that's called. Stemping. You are stemping. Look, you are, y'all, a lot of y'all women are letting these dirtbag-ass niggas lower your standards by hating on the niggas who want to do that shit. So now, a man who cares about you tries to act like he wants to show you some type of delivery, show you some support, take care of you, you know, show some effort. That nigga's a simp. But a nigga I never gone, had that, OG, so she, I can't oh, relate. Huh? I, I said, I've never had that, so I can't really relate to what you're saying, the comparison. I've just never had. 
No, I've, 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 I've had the man that opens car doors and don't touch the door. I want to open it for you. And because I because I wasn't used to it, it was a lot, mm-hmm. and it was more so embarrassing than it was like respectable yeah. because I wasn't used mm-hmm. to it and I was young. I, I think I was in college, and I'm just like, dog, like you ain't got to do all of this because. <laughs> You know, like, what's the problem with that shit, man? Like, it's almost society has made it where if you're not being disrespected, you're not, you're not winning. That's fucking ridiculous. Y'all got three <laughs> messages. I don't know if y'all want to play them. Yeah, let's play these messages real quick. I am so sorry for saying that, but it's the fucking truth. Everybody is a piece of shit at the end of that because you don't have to do nothing. All you gotta do is show feelings to a female that was fucking broke and everything. She gotta be a badass chick. And she was broke or whatever, broken hearted from bitch ass nigga. I mean, broke ass niggas or whatever the fuck it is that cheated on her or whatever happened. And then she's like, oh my God, I'm gonna settle for nothing. Yeah, because she's not strong in the mind to be with a real nigga anymore. He's like, I don't know if I can do this no more. Yeah, whatever. That's what happens in society. Shout out to them. Thank you for standing right in front of the TV when you leave your messages, asshole. Next. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yo, peace to the host in the building. Peace, Chan. I see you. Always got the always got the important topics going on. Hey, I see y'all talking about the baby. Hey, yo, I just want to put out there that none of that shit mattered. Until right. the shit hit the fan. As long as the nigga have money, bitches love him. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So yeah, why be yeah. why why you expect him to be a gentleman now? You know what I mean? Like right. nigga got money. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta be a gentleman. That's what he got money yeah. for. To be a Mac. That's what that's, you know what I mean? Bitches time. love money. Yep. So go get you a nigga with money. If you like if you want a gentleman and you want some love, go get you a gentleman. Go get you a nigga that got some morals and values, you know what I mean? Right, but exactly. he is who he is. You know what I mean? You can't fault him for being who he is. I'm I'm not mad at the baby at all, to be honest with you, because it's obvious what he is. So, right. <laughs> like, I, when I saw what was going on, I was like, yo. Hey, most of the niggas that plan dates either get left on red or get shut down when they holler. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't come with the with, with, with the bankroll. You know what I mean? That's niggas coming humble, so... You know what I'm saying? Them niggas still around. You know what I'm saying? They just subtle. Uh, you know, bitches ain't going for that shit. See? Well, like, really? They not going for this? Like, no, they're not. You just scared. Man, I, that's why I'm be out here dating because I'm like, this is crazy. This is scary. That's yo, well, getting them niggas away. That are trying to treat y'all right. Y'all, you man, and they're like, why I got to be all that? I want to. I want to show you that I actually am interested and that we got the same, you know, we're on the same way. Like, nah, I want to chase out this nigga who ain't got a phone, who never picks up my calls, and always <laughs> fucking your mama. Like, this is what's being chased at. As opposed Let me tell you to, something, man. When I was, I, I, think, I think I was like, I think I was like 20 years old or, or 19, and I was working at the Gap. And I was in the fitting room, and it was this guy that came in there to try on my pants. And he was handsome. You know, he looked like he know what his retirement is going to be. And he wasn't even, like, putting it on heavy that he wanted to talk to me. And 
he ended up um, asking for my number. And I was like, mm, no. And then something happened and I ended up giving it to him. And then I was like on my break in the mall and I saw him and he was going down the escalator and I was going up the escalator. He was like, what happened? He was like, you never call me back. This man looked just like John Legend, but a little bit taller. I am, I am 34 years old and I still remember that shit. No. And the reason, the reason why I never called him was because I knew that the level of attention and focus he was going to give me, I wasn't ready for it and I didn't know how to take it. So I never, I never attempted that. But then y'all proceed to beg for that level of attention from fuck nigga. I know. I don't understand. You were like, yo, why won't you pay me attention though? I got a guy who wants to do that, but I want you to pay me attention. It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. Ladies, ladies in the room, 2022, we got to do better. The narrative got to change. Stop catering to poverty line niggas. Stop catering these niggas. <laughs> to drop their standards. Stop and stop being tricked into dating niggas who uh these clown ass niggas call simps. If a nigga ain't dating over the don't make enough to date over the poverty line, he can't tell you what type of nigga you dating. How about that? Mm. If you don't make more than poverty line money, you can't give dating advice. I'm putting that <laughs> up right now. I love it. <laughs> If you over here struggling, to I might steal that line though. Two, two for twenty? Nah, nah, shorty, you wildin'. And that's the nigga you checking for. He shouldn't be the nigga you you taking dating advice from, because of course he's gonna be like, oh, that nigga that that got the car in the house and he opened the door for you and kissed you goodnight. That nigga cornball, yo. Come over here while we got sneaking in my mama's basement, and I want to <laughs> look at you. Like, come on, man. This shit gotta get corny at some point, yo. Like. You yeah. can't be 40 years old still going through this. You can't be. And we almost there. Well, some of us are almost there. And we yeah. can't be. This can't be it. That can't be what life is headed toward. Being 40, dealing with these fuck broke niggas that are like, yo, you better come in my mama's basement. Don't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> you like that life? That's cool to you at this point? Yeah. Here, take, take the bus. The bus, the bus going to be here at 140. Go get out there. Better go chase that shit. Uber to a nigga with no car. Stop that. None of that shit is cool, ladies. None of that shit is cool. That's all I broke. Know, I just, I just, okay, I but know. can y'all talk to y'all men? Can y'all talk to y'all men? Because y'all always getting down on us. Okay, all right. But what about these? Can you talk to them, please? All right, all right. Is this, this an even exchange? I will get it, these niggas. I'm I'll just sorry. say it. Like, put on Chan, the ocean wisdom for these niggas and Chan, let them know, like, these, these yes. are queens, my niggas. What y'all doing? Tell tell baby daddy Jane that I'm not a black woman or a minority woman basher. I do. He's not. He actually, <laughs> actually, he actually I'm a very started, big advocate for you guys. He started tonight's show. He started tonight's show getting on the men, actually. Good. Okay. I'm just, I, I get on the men so much that, like, when women are giving me their their excuses, it just y'all raise my blood pressure. But to you men, <laughs> to you men in the crowd, all right. So what 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 we need to start doing is shaming shaming these broke niggas. Okay, I want us to start mm. shaming the broke niggas. 
And we need to change the narrative. Because shit, broke niggas are the ones out here who think that they're going to change the narrative. They're the ones going to tell them women, you need to be submissive to me. You need to accept me how I am. No. Women don't need to accept your dusty ass the way you are. You need to get a fucking <laughs> job that can afford to raise a family, yourself, your parents, everything. Exactly. Nobody's accepting your ten to twelve dollars exactly. ass no more. It makes you ain't no sense. No fucking bag at twelve dollars yeah. an hour. That ain't exactly shit. It, right. Because I know what poverty line is. Yes. And, and also, stop thinking because you work three jobs and still can't make ends meet that you get in the bag. That is not getting the bag. <laughs> you are not getting the bag if ends ain't meeting. You working three jobs. <laughs> you on here doing shows, working three jobs, and still ain't got no money. What the fuck is your problem, my nigga? Like, and you are not an entrepreneur because you do DoorDash. Yo, let me tell you something. Stop oh, my God. I better get y'all You <laughs> There are a lot of niggas all you think because they do DoorDash and Uber Eats is there. They got their own business going. We all know how much money that shit makes you. Like, stop thinking niggas don't know how much money you're getting paid for doing certain jobs. We know. I mean, technically, you could open up like an LLC and be like a, you know, and pay yourself. They won't. They don't know what LLC is. You, know? <laughs> you could. You could. And not, you know, like, I'm part of an investment group that we actually did that with. And we're, inve- like, niggas don't, some niggas don't like this type of stuff. You know how much effort it takes to put together a group of people who are interested in, in stocks and interested in, in investments and making money, real real, um, real estate, like where you can make money long-term and legacy money. A lot of niggas talk about this shit, but they're not really about it. But oh, no. they oh, will no. talk about it to appear to have potential for women. And mm-hmm. you potential-ass niggas is getting mm-hmm. on my last damn nerve. Because we know you are all the brokest of all the niggas. He said because the brokest. You write down in your little rat notebook as you at the bodega picking up groceries for your mama who you still live with, by the way. Mm. And you think because you fucking bitches on that raggedy ass couch that you got something going on. You would not be able to hang out with me and my friends who are unstable. We, our circle would not fuck with niggas like you. Because you know why? You can't go out and buy a car whenever you want. You can't go to Ruth, uh, to, uh, Ruth Chris on a Tuesday. You, these are all things you want to do, but you can't. And you can't do it because you're not living the life you thinking you live living. So you sit there doing all this fake shit for Instagram. Go get some real fucking money. And okay. by real money, I mean more than $50,000 a year. I know to you that's a lot of money because you ain't made more than the poverty line. <laughs> Which is, uh, where are we at? 17,000? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But, like, for these... But, you know, you know what's so crazy, Dungeon? I feel like, I feel like males today, because I can't call them men, I feel like males today feel comfortable not being on top of their shit independently because... Uh Women don't give them the challenge to be on top of their shit. So right. if a if a man sees that, oh, you mean I can walk into a bar, not have money to get in, uh, talk my way in, uh, talk to a girl at the bar, she get me drinks, and then I go home with her and I have a place to sleep so I don't have to get my own place, and she gonna leave me the keys for her car, I just gotta drop her off at work. If we don't yep. step like... If we don't set like the standard of 
nigga, you ain't got shit. I'm not going with you or I'm not talking to you because you can't buy me this. Then they're going to be like, man, I got to get out of here. I got to get this job tomorrow. I got to make sure I have this. I got to make sure I have that. If, if, If men aren't challenged enough to be better by women today and they get they get so much or they get so much more than the man who is out here getting it for himself. I don't think anything's going to change. And if women, if women don't be like, no, you can't come to my house. No, we can't Netflix and chill. No, you can't have my time or no, I'm not talking to you exclusively. I'm also talking to other people because Mm -hmm. I am single if you set levels of if you want me exclusively, it has to be this. If you want me to do X, Y, and Z with you, it has to be this. You have to meet me at this level. Then I think women will step up. If women actually see the man that they want being picky and not dealing with a whole bunch of women that are doing less than her, then she's going to do more. So I think it's a man and woman thing. It- Shan, you're right to an extent. I want to fully agree with you. But here's what I know about men that's going to blow your mind, and this is some real shit. The real reason why men are doing so poorly is because other men aren't holding them accountable. And that's the sad truth. Listen, we've let you women try. I'm glad you said it. I'm I'm dead serious. Because (laughs) what you don't hear is, you don't hear the conversation behind closed doors between how men envy the approval of other men. And the reason why other men won't hold them accountable is because they're looking up to other broke-ass motherfuckers. So if you're talking to a broke nigga, he's going to approve of the life you're living. If you're talking to a nigga like me, I'm going to shame you and make you wish you weren't alive. But you won't get to talk to me because I deal with exclusive circles. I don't... The niggas I deal with don't live like this. I don't deal with niggas that are like, oh, I just... I go, I roam around the street and I sleep on different bitches' couches and I do. I don't deal with that. My friends have equity. They have homes. They have families. They raise their kids. They have jobs, careers. We're looking for legacy and wealth, and we're we're investing. We're doing that. So all the men I deal with are actually real men. Now, the men that are out here winning are also hanging around niggas that are out here winning, and they're all dealing with fuck people. And we can't rely on the women to do what Chan said because y'all have had centuries of centuries to do it. And y'all keep coming back to the same circle saying, do things for me. I, I can swear I'll take I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll This pussy's so good. Oh, blah, blah, blah. That yeah, it don't fucking work. We don't care how good the pussy is. We don't care how good you look. A man will only change when a man is ready to change. But I tell you this, if more men start shaming these broke niggas and calling them out, it will mm-hmm. help. Because right now, the only niggas that are talking are broke motherfuckers. The only niggas that are, are having their voices heard are irrelevant niggas. The men that have shit going on really ain't speaking. Because they, they ain't got time to be talking about. They don't have so- time. Their life is fine. They're making yeah. money. Their wives are happy. Their families are Their kids are paid for. They're going to school to educate themselves. They're going on vacation. But these broke niggas on podcasts all day, you black bitches ain't shit. And you need to be more submissive to us homeless niggas. Why? Why do they need to be submissive to you homeless niggas? No, don't disrespect my mama <laughs> up in the house. Why is your mama in the house? Like, I don't... <laughs> but we, we're going to ask these questions. Grown 
men, start shaming your little OG that don't have any shit together. Stop acting like it's okay for them to be out here living like bums, fucking bitches and sleeping on couch to couch and smoking weed and not doing And if you the OG that ain't got your shit together, fuck you. Get your shit together and then mm-hmm. make him get his shit together. Because you were still a poverty line ass nigga. And if y'all would just take on the lingo I'm talking and you say this, it hurts the niggas. The niggas no more than anything. I tell you, the nigga dick dribble up. Call him a poverty line ass nigga. Nigga try to holler at you. You got dirty clothes on. You was sure it was good. Get your poverty line ass out of here. Dick was. I told him. I told a man his. Oh. I told a man his dick was little, and he tried to fight me, bro. No, don't tell him. <laughs> <it's little. laughs> tell him. Nigga. If you tell a nigga dick little, he's gonna punch you in the face. Call him. Keep <laughs> <laughs> tried. Tell him it's a pop, be like, yo, get the poverty line ass out of here. That's just because they didn't be like, oh, shit, I do live with my mom and I don't have a job. Tell him nigga's dick is little, ain't shit. That just, he gonna attack. <laughs> and if you live in the tri-state people get So I don't approve of that at all. <laughs> you can't call poverty line ass niggas and tell them the truth about themselves. Go out and do something with your fucking life and stop standing around talking shit. About how you but what what's not- so sad now is like you can't even tell these boys no. You can't tell them no. I don't want you to get this for me. No, I don't want to give you my number. They will straight shoot you in the face. Yep. Stab you in broad daylight. Yeah. Jump you with other males because I can't call them men. And it's kind of like it's kind of like women have to play along with the foolery just so she can get by unbothered. And that's real. And I don't and I definitely I understand. I get it. But don't play along with the foolery to the point where you loving this nigga and get pregnant by him. Because that's Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> no for real. <laughs> we got two messages. Yeah. All right, let me play you. One more thing, yo. Stop being impressed by niggas materials just for those same niggas to turn you into a piece of material, yo. And for you to complain about it later on, like, niggas ain't, you know what I mean? Niggas don't want to hear that. Don't nobody want to hear that. That's like that's like me complaining about women, and you know what I mean? Don't nobody want to hear that shit. Women will just be like, yo, you chose wrong. Keep keep it moving, you know what I mean? And that's the same thing. Shorty, she was in a bad situation. I did see the video, and I feel for that situation. But, hey, you chose. Right. You got money, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you 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 a single mother out here really doing bad. You got money too. You got friends. You could have just dipped out like, yo, I don't gotta take this shit. But you know what I mean? You in love, and you in love with the wrong motherfucker. You in love with the image, <laughs> and not the person. They love the lifestyle. You right? Facts. Damn OG, you getting down on the niggas that's really trying to do something. <laughs> you need to get down on the niggas that's not working three jobs. And don't got money. Right. Or the niggas, you know what I'm saying? Get down on the niggas that's not doing shit and using right. women to get money. Right. Not the niggas that's yep. actually trying to advance yep. themselves yep. with three jobs or wearing themselves out. You know what I mean? Right. That's, did you have money on your life or was it given to you? Right. Facts? Pause the whole that. conversation. No, we're not faxing that. Nothing. I'm about to help this young brother right now. Ah, <laughs> here's, 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 and I definitely, I feel, I know why you say that. Let me put you on the game. 
The reason I say niggas is working three jobs and ain't making no money is doing it wrong is because of what? You working three jobs and ain't making no money. The objective is to work smarter, not harder. You don't yeah. get love for being out here working three three jobs. Can't see. Let's say you got kids. Can't see your kids. Can't feed your kids. And then think, I'm going to respect you for being like, oh, but my nigga, I'm out here working hard to try and feed my kids. But your kids ain't fed. So all you doing is around. You have to it work. Ain't, it ain't forever, though. It no. ain't forever. I'm no. hoping not. Let me tell you something, but, baby. But, but, but I understand what Dungeon is saying because a lot, there's a lot of hardworking men that may work three jobs, and mm-hmm. you got you got a girlfriend or you got a wife, and you got multiple kids. But even though you work in those three jobs and financially, yeah, bills get paid, people eat. She is out of a man. Cause you mm-hmm. at work all the time. Your kid, your kids is out of a father. Cause yeah. you at work all the time. Right. So really, you think you killing multiple birds with one stone, but you really can't. You really canceling yourself That's out true, and though. giving your and you giving your wife or your girl more time to have an outside relationship, even though you slaving for somebody else's benefit. So what I'm trying to say is find something that you can do or get get a pack that. That you can work one job, right? Make money, yeah. make, so you can have time to be with your family, your kids, and all that's really getting to the bag. You're not yeah. working six jobs and not making no money. That don't make no sense. And that's actually where a lot of minorities get this shit fucked up. Now don't get it twisted. Yeah. The niggas who ain't doing shit, ain't I'm not giving them a pass. I'm talking about it don't make sense for you to be working three jobs Damn. and not accomplishing a goddamn thing. Because you because know what? That's what the white man thinks is okay. The white man's like, and yo, nigga, keep yourself busy and not making none of this real money. You think you think white people are working three or four jobs? No. Nope. Negro, please. White man work and one half the time, half ass, and is making $12 million a year because he's doing it the, the right way and working the right shit. And we have been given access to what we need to do to get some of this money and do it that way without um, sitting around working three or four jobs. That's trying to put nobody down who's doing it. I'm just saying, kind of waste your own time. Today, you could go back work one job if you put in the time and figure out what you should be doing, as opposed to just being like, "Well, I'm making ten dollars an hour here. I can make ten dollars an hour there. I can make ten thousand dollars there, thirty dollars an hour, and I'll never see any of my family. I'll never see mm-hmm. my woman. I'll never see my kids." As opposed to being like, "I've gotten good at this trade." I got a degree in it, or I got whatever in this, and experience in this. I'm make thirty dollars an hour doing this one job, and now I got nine to five, Monday through Friday. My I get to see my kids, my wife, and I got them on week my weekends off. That yeah. is, minorities have to get that mentality out. There is no listen. No I feel that multiple jobs and thinking that that's just popping and that makes you get in the bag. It's not getting in the bag. It's not the right way to do it. I'm telling you right now. I def I definitely did that. I had that mentality in high school and in college where I felt like if I if I work through making shit harder for me is gonna mm-hmm. make me a better it's gonna make me a better person mm-hmm. and can't no, can't nobody say I'm lazy can't nobody say I don't do for myself down mm-hmm. to the point where you know those weeks when you in between paychecks mm-hmm. and you all, all you got to do is make it to Friday. Yep. Sometimes, in order for me to pick up an extra shift before class and college, 
I would sleep at the airport so I could catch up the first train, not eat shit. Even though there were people in my life that would be like, oh, you ain't got no money to eat something? Oh, I'll get it. Mm-hmm. I refuse to I refuse to ask anybody for help to buy me anything so I can feel what it feels like not to have thinking that's going to make me better later. But all that did was give me a struggle to get to where I am now because it wasn't it wasn't hard times that made me a better person who I was was who I was regardless of it being hard or not so I really just made shit harder for myself for no reason but for the same reason you saying like you don't want to work three jobs to have money to pay for the things in your life you want to use your time efficient, efficiently to where you own your time. So you can tell somebody when you're going to come in. So you can tell some, yeah. your client yeah. when you're going to show up. And at yeah. the same time, that same mentality is what our our parents and our grandparents had to where they would be gone all fucking day. Uh-huh. And then you, they and, would make that's what it was. Exactly. So now I think a lot of older people give younger people a hard time because they see the options that we have now to make money on our phones, to not right. do manual labor and still get things done without being multiple places at the same fucking time. Right. So at the yeah. same time, this whole mindset of you having three jobs and getting home at 1130 at fucking night to wake up at 5 a.m. and do it again. By the time it's time for you to retire, you can't do shit. That, yo, right. Man, I don't well, I don't want to be judgmental because I feel like things are just situational. I, you know what I mean? I don't know what this man burden is. I don't know who who, who he's taking care of. You know what I mean? Right. It may not just be one household. It might be the mama household. It might. I just I don't know. And I mean honestly, I couldn't personally date someone with three jobs because he wouldn't even have had time for us. But yeah. I will respect his. I will respect his hustle though. I can't knock that. So here, okay, baby daddy James, here's these. I'm gonna give you a perfect example of why I can't respect that hustle. First of all, mm-hmm. shout out to my CBS. What up? I see you down there, homeboy. Um, <laughs> this is my thing. There was a commercial that came mm-hmm. out. It started off with these two young black kids saying, We we so happy that uh we got the lunch program because we get breakfast and we get to eat our lunch at school because we don't get to see our mom that much. And the mom was like, I I, I was I wasn't making enough money, so I couldn't even see my kids. So I, I had to go out, and I was working three jobs at the time. And now I got this other job that's helping me make ends meet, so I can I can feed my kids. Uh, but even though by the end of the commercial, you can tell she was lying because the kids still wasn't fed. Um, but she said, "Oh, I'm working at DoorDash. I make my own schedule. I'm doing this." The kids were not seeing their mother. She was working three jobs slash four jobs. I uh, worked for DoorDash. Then she did a commercial for DoorDash saying, come over here and work for us to get money and be able to feed your kids. But the only way her kids were eating as they stepped out in the commercial was the school program. That does not make sense. You are not working harder. You, I mean, you're not working smarter. You're working harder. And you're not mm-hmm. making it. And I don't do the whole I hustle homeboy. Put all that shit and do something. You need to do something. I'm not like you know what? Yeah. Away with trying shit. Oh, I'm trying. Shorty. Yeah. Try. Try. Like that's not acceptable. 
It's right. not acceptable. Like, stop all the crimes. We're letting right. niggas play with doing nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we need to stop letting them do this. You know, like, it, it, that, we're making it a trend to try instead of doing. Stop all the right. fucking crying. Start making these niggas do some facts, though. No, for real. No. For real, though. Stop the fucking crying. It's a fact. <laughs> you want to take your messages, though? Yeah. Messages in, man. Those same white people aren't giving away $50,000 jobs either. You know what I mean? You really got to be qualified for that shit. Some people start having a bad start in life and can't qualify for those kind of jobs. Some people got visions that they got to save up for. You know what I mean? And let's say you don't have a family, but you got a bad start. You got something that you want to save up for and put into your own business. You know what I'm saying? It's the long vision. So you can't tell no nigga like he broke or he bumming or he ain't going to be shit or poverty line this. If you're not walking in his footsteps, you don't know what the nigga got vision envisioned a year down the line. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Especially if he ain't stuck in no hoes. Especially if he's not out here just actively dating or actively having kids. You dig me? Now, if he doing all that extra shit, yo, salute to what you saying. Talk to him. Right. But that's what that's what he's talking about. He's talking about yeah. the ones who, who out here dating yeah. and being around women that uh, don't yeah, have nothing. Right. He's not yeah. talking about the ones that's humble and, you know, quietly, you know, yeah. planning okay. shit. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not disrespecting okay. the I'm yeah. also doing their thing. Like, I'm talking about you guys out here screaming, I'm getting to the bag and have negative $7.52 in your account. <laughs> and that t- that's the only bank that'll let you get by the way. No, you talk you talk <laughs> about the ones that don't have an account but got a Cash App card talking about Oh, uh, girl, a time, no, a time card. Oh. <laughs> right. The Cash App card. TBS, what up, baby? Oh, Triple OG, OG, what up? Baby Daddy, what up? Thanks for coming through the show earlier. Shan, what up? How you been, sweetheart? What up, though? Hey, true. Sliding through. I seen these people I like, so I came through to show love. What up, though? Hey, Shady. <laughs> Shout out to Chan, shout out to Chan. Uh, what you're talking about is the, the how black people uh, try to uh, make the struggle look like a great thing. Yes. Well, you're not supposed to. Yes. You're not supposed to. It's not. We over-romanticize the struggle. That's right. No, it, it's not supposed to be that. So yeah. uh, definitely good point. Uh, definitely Glad you brought that up. That should have uh, smoked that you lived through it and saw it on the other side and saw that it was just unnecessary to, sh- to struggle and do go through all of that uh, for nothing. Uh, and, and oftentimes we do that and, and we we wear like a badge when uh, that's right. not what it is. You know, right. most of the time it's trauma for people. So shout out to the. Yo, thank. You. That's all we're saying. It's like yo, <laughs> like there's ways to make money out of here, even with right. the shit. I get it, yo. Not all of us have the education growing up and are the, the the capabilities and the access. Great, we get it. But there's a lot of people that find a way to get that shit. I will never sit here and do the white <laughs> grab your bootstraps and do it, nigga. I'm not gonna no, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> well, let me too much. Let me just right niggas that did it. It's plenty of niggas out here that was like, yo, I'm tired of living in the projects, I'm good on this. I'm yeah, 
tired of these pissy ass hallways. I'm tired of my family being in poverty all the time. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be a fucking engineer. I'm gonna like the whole thing is like, like what TBS has said. A lot of niggas from the hood, especially, they they, they promote the struggle. Like, oh, it's cool to be out here, not accomplishing shit and going hard. You know, as long as you go hard for what you love. No, nigga, accomplish something. What the fuck? What is the purpose? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are we out here going hard for nothing? Right. I yeah. Understand that. Like, I will never, I will never promote that shit. I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> my last time be like, nigga, do better. Do better. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Let's promote the struggle. No, let's not. Back in the Yo, uh, I used to be a sales rep for Wells Fargo. Uh, I've had corporate jobs. Uh, I drive a truck, and I make more money than I did when I worked corporate. Um, young boys, get your license together. You can own yourself. You can get out here and get real paper. Le- yeah. legally you gotta put that work in but hey yeah. your freedom ain't gonna be at risk so yeah, yeah get to it what up though that's you a wait he, he, he meant to put that work in right he made a good point i think i think a lot of a lot of the point of these schools taking teaching a trade out of the high school i was just about to say that is, mm-hmm. is because they didn't want kids in a certain community having yep. skills yep. enough to get them out of their community so yep. they took that shit out yep. so they make their own business yep. a lot yep. you could be a, you could be a truck driver a dump truck driver in Texas mm-hmm. and make over six figures in mm-hmm. one year and, yeah. and be, because it's not a glorified job or something to brag about because of what it looks like People don't be like, you know, that's what I want to do. But these jobs are out here where the government will pay you this fucking money. And you can and you can have a year guaranteed contract to make your fucking money. That's how I got my CDLs. That's how I got my CDLs through the government. Yeah. So let's 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 do one even better, Shan and uh baby daddy Jane. Mm -hmm. This is what this is what reality is right now for everybody. There's a shortage of people coming to work. Yeah. At these jobs right now, because people finally realized during the pandemic, I'm being underpaid and overworked. I'm being yes. treated like shit. Now, as I, you know, I just was blessed enough to be able to uh, do. I get to work from home because my expertise does not need a fucking office. It needs a laptop and a cell phone. And yeah. if you don't have any type of expertise as such as this, you don't need to go to work anymore. You can work remotely. Be home with your kids, still make your good paper, mm-hmm. get job make, and get to the bag and not be struggling and working three, four, five jobs. Yeah. Because I refuse to work three or four jobs to make ends meet, to own a house and all that. That's yeah. what they want to do. You're not, how are you living if you're doing that? Where's the vacation? Where's the time with family and friends? There ain't none. Yeah. You don't get and that if you. Taking you getting in the back by working three, four jobs. Look, just like CBS said, get CDLs, bro. Be on that. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur, do it, and stop all this whole. Oh, I'm too cool to do that shit. So you too cool to do that shit, but you ain't too cool to be broke as fuck. You broke mm. as fuck out here. Fuck yeah. that shit. If you got to listen, man, y'all got to get that pride. Get your pride under control right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot of broke people, you'd be like, so you've been broke six years talking about you too cool to be a truck driver? Nigga. <laughs> Better get your shit together. You know what I mean? Back to these messages. Shit, slight misunderstanding on my part. And now that I got what you're saying and who who you were addressing, I got to give you a salute for that. You know what I'm saying? When you're wrong, you got to admit that. And when you're right, you got to admit that. Man, be, we wouldn't, you were never wrong. Neither was I. We were just addressing two different demographics. Yeah, yeah. You know, I appreciate your opinion, man. I'm not, I'm not one of these guys that doesn't go and block people because their opinion different from mine. We could have had a total difference of opinion. And I would have been like, yo, bro, we keep going back and forth. I'm not one of these people that do that shit, so I appreciate <laughs> you vocalizing how you feel. Yo, I, I, I never pres- pres- uh, prescribe to people talking about all the struggle of black people and the people black people struggling. This is the best time in the world to be a black person. Yeah. Male or female. Point blank, period. Yep. It's the freest period. time. Yo, I went to my son's school uh, because there was a situation involving a white kid. I didn't care nothing about it as a white kid. Um, and, and, and the way it was done, it was more about him being a heterosexual boy. Hold on. Yeah, yeah we go over this because my job involves this shit, so I know where you're about to go. <laughs> All right, so sorry to end the story. So finish the story. All right, so um, some kid blew a kiss at my son or something like that, and he was white, and I was like, that, that, that. so the guy immediately goes to race. I'm like, dude, I don't give no. I, listen, I said, and I'm just looking at him like, dude, I don't care. He's white. I care the fact that if he was a girl, you would have did something. If he's gay, if he was gay, you would have did something about it. But because he's a heterosexual boy, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. But if he punches him in the face, you want to kick him out of school. Like, protect him like you would protect any fucking body else. That was my point. The point of me saying that is. We, with Black Lives Matter and all this shit, we got white people so programmed to not try to be, to try not to look racist that we ain't got to worry about that shit no more. So what yeah. the fuck is we sitting around still talking about race yeah. Who gives a fuck? Go out there and get your money. They going to let them worry about uh, whether they racist or not, or whether they appear to be racist or not. That's their... Yo, mm. let, me tell you, let me tell you how correct TBS is. I work in DEI training, which is Diversity, equity, inclusion training. And mm-hmm. when I tell you that these white folks can't say shit to us no more, say what? <laughs> what? what? Oh, what? Let me tell you, and I'm not even, not even just white folks, because I deal with a lot of white people in this job because a lot of them are the heads of HR or mm-hmm. are directors of DEI and all that. And they're very proactive towards it. But when I tell you, and man, if anybody say anything suspect to you at, they, at your job, if listen, if you wasn't about working and wanted to get a lawsuit, this is the time to do it. <laughs> because anything that you feel insulted, shamed, or um, what well, it's basically reversal on white people. Because white mm-hmm. folks, you say, "Oh, I'm shocked. Oh, don't do that to me. Oh, you're you're killing me." That's how it can be for minorities uh, and people from the LGBTQIA. Uh, Plus, at this point, I think I got it right. So, <laughs> like, take advantage Hell of no. it. Take advantage of it because this is our time, especially for Hollywood. Shit. <laughs> hey, Chan, hey, Chan, don't be spilling the beans about the, the bread I make out here. Shh. 
I ain't no dump truck driver either. But um, I do drive trucks. Don't be spilling the bread about I'm a like When I go on these apps and shit, a girl say, what do you do? I'm a, I'm a truck driver. I don't say nothing else. If you yeah. don't know, you don't know. If you don't know, I don't need to. If you don't know, then I'm not explaining it to you. Thanks. I own myself. I do what I want to do. I wake up, I don't feel like going to work. I go, hey, I'm not coming. Uh, what can they do? Absolutely nothing. No force, no force dispatch. Yeah. No force dispatch. So I found a lane, and felons can do this. You don't got, women, you got felonies to do, do this. And own your own shit. Ain't nobody gonna do that. You're a company. You're a corporation. There's no limits out here. Stop making excuses. Get to that month. Hold on. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He said even if you're a felon, you can do this. Mm-hmm. So now yes. Yes. So you're a felon that has a, a job opportunity yes. to make yes. What is the if you, if you are a truck owner, truck driver owner, that is the best route to go is to hire yeah. felons. You just start a fleet of them shit. Yo, you can do this and then just start buying trucks and assigning drivers to them. And now you're the boss. Yeah. Come on, listen, man. There's no reason why you should be working three jobs and not making ends meet. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Shout out Sage. Shout out Sage for that comment. That's that's real shit. Real shit. Real rap. Real shit, bro. Yeah. I want to acknowledge Sage. That's what they do. Right. Here you go. Hey, bro. I do agree with you now. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you now. Hey, man. Don't like like you talk about like some white people, right? But you, but it would be like the racist white people, though. It'd be the racist white people, though. And when they say the word like the anywhere, bro, that'll go trigger black people. And you know, mm-hmm. for a whole lot of black people, it's going to trigger the entire fuck them up. You know what I'm saying? But especially because I deal with some people like that, but And you know, I had to fuck them up. But you know, you gotta see the picture, what it's gonna be like, man. But yeah. It's just gonna be the demons, like it'll be the demons, um, like that though. It's gonna be the demons. And that's when you know you gotta you gotta let them know. Don't ever mess with a black man like. Don't ever mess with a man like that. And never said the n word, cause you gonna get fucked up. On yours, you gonna get fucked up even more. You know? Yeah. I mean, ain't no white person trying to say the word in a professional setting. Say that right now. They know better at this point, but. <laughs> Uh, it's definitely, it's definitely coming to a point where it's like, yo, it, it's y'all almost can't even talk no more because all that asking me about my hair, that's out. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else is out? Uh, just any uh, any type of uh, discrimination against my name is out. Um, the LGBTQIA, they they taking out like ninety percent of shit. So it's like if your pronouns ain't right, if you know you give me calling me by my dead name, you know it's a lot of shit coming into place that's gonna make uh, a lot of uh, white people who like to live by the old rules very uncomfortable. Mm. And you know, and that's it. Like that's just what where the world's going. But hey, y'all had it y'all way for I mean all of time, so. <laughs> it's it's time the tables have turned where it's like you gotta actually respect other races and, and God forbid minorities at this point. You know what I mean? Like that's just what it is at this point. But yeah, for some white people though, for some white people don't like that don't hate bad people though, they be cool though, like real feral though. 
Like they be cool though. Like the people who who don't hate black people though, like they love black people though. But yeah, they cool though. They cool though. Well, I chill with the cool white people, not the racist white people though. But I'll be fucking with the white. I'll be fucking with the real, the greatest white people though. Yeah. I'm lost. I'm lost. <laughs> all right. What? Well, well, all right. <laughs> hey, I had dated this chick, right? I met on apps or whatever. She pulls up in a Lexus. I pulled up in a Camry. I'm like, all right, whatever. Since she's in an apartment, right? Got a $600 car payment. And no. looking at me weird because she's driving a Lexus, I'm driving a car. Bitch, I got a four bedroom house. My car's paid for. There I make go. I make twice what you make. I just looked at her. I say nothing. I just I don't. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, you know I'm used to drug deals and stuff like that. Oh really? That's cool. How y'all feel? How y'all feel? Oh okay. Oh hey, did you have police around and you flinch? You good? I, I don't worry about those things. <laughs> Yo, CPS, let me tell you something, bro. During the times I was dating, if a chick even came up to me and said some dumb shit like that, I'd be like, yo, we good here. Like, I'm not, I'm not good. I'm used to drug dealers. I had, let me tell you this. I dated a chick that worked for the government once and had access to people's personal background checks. And I called her one, you know, one morning, and they're up doing the, the sip shit, talking about, hey, good morning, beautiful, whatever. <laughs> and she's like, "What's going on?" Blah blah blah. It's at the third, and I was like, "What's up with you?" She's like, "Oh, you know, I'm over here checking backgrounds, and I'm thinking she's working." She's like, "Oh yeah, no." Um, she's like, "I do background reports to check to see if um, if uh, old boys got a um a jail a jail record," and I was like, "No, you mean to see if he doesn't have a jail record?" She's like, "No, me and my friends like to date niggas that got jail records." What? Yo, I was like. I know good and well this bitch ain't just saying this shit to me. Like this, and I was like thirty one at the time, and I'm like, "There's no way, bitches out here, really." Like she worked for like uh, I don't know, uh, correction officers and shit or something, and I was just like, "Yo, this is fucking ridiculous." I'm like, "Y'all really going this hard to date fuck niggas that got jail records?" I was like, I couldn't believe it. So like, uh, needless to say, I stopped talking to her. But I think the only reason she liked me is because. Uh, at the end of our first date, I asked her to, for a kiss, and she was like, "I'll give you a kiss if you remember my name." And I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, I obviously oh, still got a kiss because y'all love disrespectful niggas. So you know, <laughs> but like, this is shit I'm talking about, Shane. This is the shit I'm talking about. Come on, man! Like, shit, great. What is this last message? Of? I have one thing to say to other truck drivers. Work smarter, not harder. Alright, well you said what I said. But anyway. So, anyway, Sharon. Oh, man. So much good things were said. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just think it's... Uh, I, there's no longer a space to blame anybody of why you don't or why you didn't. Um, I think the only thing that we can do is accept what was and fix what we gonna do from here out. And I think if someone is giving you signs that they not for you, 
then that's okay. That doesn't excuse you disrespecting them. That doesn't excuse you bashing them. That doesn't excuse you uh, making yourself feel, you know, better because you're leaving. Sometimes you, you could quietly dismiss yourself. Sometimes there's no need for an explanation. And we all need to get over the fact that, you know, I didn't get closure or they didn't give me closure. That's why I keep hitting them up. No, you keep hitting them up because you just can't handle the fact that someone told you no or what was acceptable to the other people in the past wasn't acceptable for this person and how dare somebody walk away from you. How dare somebody make you feel like you not it. And I yeah. think I think we all need to be put in the position at least once to feel like we were not it for whatever the reason was and assess ourselves and not wait for somebody to tell us what we are what we we aren't bam so break you know red flags we uh, we we need them we need them to learn some things and uh we don't need them when we uh learn from them i think but please learn from them yeah stop ignoring them people like y'all don't have no business ignoring these red flags no more that's a fact. Um, our next show will be in December, right? Yes, um, ma'am. Our next show will be in December. Two Fridays in September, we got y'all with the next show. Uh, my name is Shan. That is Dungeon. You can mm. find um, us updating you about the show on Twitter at the Real RR Show. And you can find myself at She Gets It Pod on Twitter and IG. And you can find Dungeon on IG at OG underscore Dungeon. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just really over the reasoning of why you still on some dumb shit. So uh, <laughs> I hope I hope people you know own some shit and own yeah. you know why they in the positions that they in and just get better you know that's, what I'm saying that's all we ask we just do better yeah please do better like stop making excuses and fucking do better at this point damn yeah. that's it that's it y'all have a great night thank you yeah. TT thank you Rudy thank you Jay thank you T the puss miller Hello, thank you for staying in and um Seabris Little. I'm 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 enjoying your hair. Okay. Um this is a good show. This is a fun show. Um this show will be on the Real Relationship Report podcast. I'll probably have it edited and up by Monday. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Um we will catch y'all in December. Y'all have a good next week. Of whatever you celebrate or whatever you don't. And if you are like me and you are antisocial, enjoy your time in your house. Or if you're like me and you about to go eat the fuck out of this food next couple of weeks, <laughs> enjoy time with family and Thanksgiving. We're good. Thanks. Y'all be good. Thanks. Peace.